trouble. And gets the shotgun snap. He pops, he runs, and he throws a lateral pass. And that's Le'Veon Bell, and he gets into the end zone for the Steelers' touchdown. It's your boy Mike from the Mike and Merv podcast. Always with my boy Merv. The, the clip you just heard is Le'Veon Bell's last touchdown. There's a Pittsburgh Steeler coming in the divisional playoff game last year against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Took a shovel, a shovel pass from Ben Roethlisberger with two minutes, 18 seconds left. Obviously, you know the rest. The rest is history. A lot has happened for Le'Veon Bell since and the Pittsburgh Steelers since. Both going their separate ways, trying to maximize the opportunity that, he, that presented to each of them. Um, a lot of stuff, like I said, a lot of stuff has happened. But let's go, let's take a time warp, time warp to uh, February 13th. 2013 and on Le'Veon Bell on his Twitter himself he wrote if you could sit out a year of a sport you you play and not be injured or something else uh, then it's showing that you don't love it so I mean obviously this is coming back to bite him a lot of fans are retweeting this tweet um, the man has forfeited a lot of money I'm gonna let Merv talk about all the logistics and all that stuff how you feel about this man look man personally bro a lot of people are kind of torn about it. I feel it's the smartest move the man could make. Listen to me. The man is solidly, honestly, when he's on the field, the best running back in the NFL. I apologize. You know, there's your Alvin Kamaras who can catch anything and are basically a wide receiver on the field. Todd Gurley. There's your Todd Gurley's who are, you know, your outside runners and everything else like that and beat you on foot speed and jukes alone. But very few running backs in the league can do everything like Le'Veon Bell, as you just heard. That shovel pass in crunch time in the freezing cold. Le'Veon Bell is your dude. I understand the concept of him leaving, you know, 14.5 mil on the table. But the concept being is that he's worth twice that much. You have legitimately a top-tier running back who has had no injuries recently. And has had a full year to rest himself up. Sure, he's missed a few reps. And wherever he brings in, he has to learn a whole new playbook. But you can't teach raw talent. And the man has raw talent. So there's certain situations like a uh, a Tampa Bay would be a great fit for him if they were to free up some cap room. Uh, a situation such as, I apologize, situation such as um, maybe um, trading a few draft picks and him him to Seattle. Um, I think Oakland would be an amazing fit for him. Uh, it seems that Gruden out there likes established players. He doesn't like building anything up right now, at least for the time being. Mm-hmm. Um, if they get rid of David Carr, they'll have the cap space to cover that. Um, he has a lot of options. I think he's worth more than 14, 4, 5 mil. Um, a running back sitting out for an entire season, especially in the prime of his career, is almost like you're taking two years off his career from the back end. It's a good thing. And he'll come back running two years younger. All right, so set a number for me for Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Le- Le- a legit number that you think he can attain. Le'Veon Bell by himself will give your team minimum three additional wins in a season. Okay. Am I right or am I wrong? I'll give you that. So I put it that Le'Veon Bell is at least worth somewhere along the realm of uh, 17 to 21 million a year. Okay. And that's um, that's that's the Jimmy for for a team that's that needs to get over that hump and could possibly put you in playoff position. All right. I mean, he's come out and said that he wants to be paid as the number one running back in the NFL and a number two wide receiver. So let's see if you know teams are willing to take the bank on him and try to you know try to get a missing piece because you know like I said I think you know you could go back to a guy like Josh Norman who betted on himself and got 75 million from the Redskins but I think the the production of James Conner 
is kind of hurting his case a little bit. Maybe it's the offensive line of the Steelers. I don't know. But Connor's production is not giving him too much leeway. But other teams are still going to be fascinated by his previous work. Yeah, only teams that can afford to risk a draft pick on uh, on a prospect will pass on Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Connor, I don't want to take anything away from him. He's been doing his thing. You know, he's been putting up numbers like crazy. It might be the offensive line, but if your situation, uh, let's say you're, uh, I don't know, the... the hmm, What about the Houston Texans? The Houston Texans could not pass up on this. Miller only has but so many years left, and I don't even know who Alfred Brew is at this point. I mean, he's been a perennial backup at this period. Sounds like a jazz artist. You know, you you if you're a team like that, you cannot pass up on this kind of situation. Um, he could be used out in Miami, where Frank Gore only has but a season left, if anything. Mm-hmm. You can't pass up a situation like Le'Veon Bell being on the table, especially if you're a situation like the Indianapolis Colts, who have more cap and they know what to do with. And they have, they have Marlon's doing all right, but you can't you can't pass up on a Le'Veon Bell. No, 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 you definitely can't. I mean, hopefully, you know, he gets it figured out. Uh, I doubt he'll come to Carolina, but I can only hope. On the topic of uh, Twitter, uh, your boy Jalen Ramsey. That's uh, your boy. That's your uh, boy Jalen Ramsey. Mr. Flamboyant, talking about every quarterback in the league, sucks. He said that he said that Blake Bortles doesn't suck, but he likes playoff Blake better. It doesn't look like they go in the playoffs. Since being the Patriots... They're on a five-game losing streak. Uh, he recently came out and said uh, on Twitter, his verified account said uh, when he leaves, the media in Jacksonville will miss him, and he said he's not even tripping. Today he came out. He said he's a Jaguar for life. He's trying to build roots in Jacksonville for his growing family. Uh, and he said he most certainly dislikes the fake Jaguar fans that showed him love last year and reverting back to their old ways this year. How you feeling about all this? It's, it, I mean, it's too much already with Ramsey to me. Ramsey needs to show something, man. Uh, he's only averaging like 3.5 tackles a game, 30 tackles on the season, uh, you know, and one interception, man. You can't be a top two wide receiver in this league. and I'm a top tier corner in this league, I apologize. And play the division you play in being – uh, against you know some of the softer teams in the in, some of the more interception prone teams in the NFL and only walk away with one interception, uh, you know a situation where you know it's both sides of the ball when it comes to Jacksonville they've had injuries at running back Blake Bortles decided to show when he feels like showing up but there's a situation where as Jalen Ramsey if you want to be a vocal obviously a vocal locker room leader of this team because the man runs his mouth off. Uh, you know that he has to he has to do more production. I don't know how you feel. He had to do more production. I need you to shut up and show up. That's what I mean, mean, yeah. I mean, if you look at his pro football grade, he's ranked thirtieth in starting corners in the league. So I mean, that's not that's not a top so, corner. So, so that's thirty thirty two teams averaging two two let's say two two top two corners per team. That is legitimately the middle of the road. And he's ranked thirtieth. That is that is the definition of being. Middle of the road. Hey, listen, man. Uh, I hope he figures it out. You know, talented guy, but his, uh, all that talking he did in the offseason is definitely coming back to bite him. So, uh, like I said, we're going to pay the bills real quick, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Black Man from the Offensive Line. Now, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I don't even sound like Black Man. That's because the Offensive Line's been doing a couple new things, and I want to share those with you. Yes, we went through some changes. Now, Alpha Man is a little different. Thanks to Damian Cross, he actually changed things around a little bit for us. But don't worry, we're still gonna say things like this. 
Alrighty. If it makes you feel better, I saw a stripper pull a tampon out of a pussy. That's on Instagram. Disgusting. And let's not forget stuff like this. The Asian dude with the black girlfriend that tried to um, suck his dick. Yes. Okay. He remembers. Of course he remembers. And don't freak out. We're going to still have new stories like this. Come on, come on, called him the Catch Me If You Can molester. <laughs> if, you've ever, if you've ever seen Catch Me If You Can, he just fucking cons his way to any job he wants. Yeah. yeah. He's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> molest me if you can. <laughs> Come to a theaters near you. <laughs> Still directed by Steven Spielberg. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want it's actually the sequel. But yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio's coming back. Yeah, this one just molest me if you can. He's fat this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so no worries. The fit salon will still be just as fantastic as you remembered. And also, you can still catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, our website, offensiveline.net, and even on Radio Vegas Rocks. <laughs> right? Offensive Line. Being just as shitty as you. <laughs> and we're back. Hey, man. Is it my favorite time of the show? I know it's your favorite time of the show. It most definitely is. Yo, you're out here getting props. People out here calling you the guru because you know everything's going to happen before it happens with all these plays and stuff. I don't get no shine, but it's cool. You know it's time for predictions. Uh, Week 11, the week before Thanksgiving, everybody's getting primed. Everything's getting set. You're kind of seeing a couple upsets like last week. Uh, But everybody's getting ready to get to the holiday season and get to these playoffs pretty soon. Um, Let's start with what we um, put on Facebook, the predictions currently. Uh, The Packers uh, heading into Seattle. Uh, who you got listed? I got Rogers, baby. Let's get it. As a sucker move, we've been through this. Sierra's husband's gonna take it. He's a one-man show out there in Seattle, but I got Seattle taking it because uh, I don't know who's playing running back on the Packers right now. I couldn't tell you. Couldn't Aaron Jones, number thirty-three. But they don't trust him, so he gets minimal touches and end up throwing the ball more times than not. I trust Seattle secondary for some weird reason. Because he had hundred and thirty-three yards and two touchdowns last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, okay, so we got the the Tennessee. We don't, I'm not going to call them the Titans because they're defeating Titans by the whoop-out they gave the Patriots last week. All right. uh, going against the Colts, who are a surprisingly solid defense. And they haven't given up a sack in four games. So who you got, man? Mariota or Luck, or are you going for the defenses? Uh, mm. Mm, this is tough. This was the beginning of the season. I would have flipped the coin. This would have been one of those games that we don't even talk about. But they've been kind of surprising. But I'm going to ride the Colts wave right now. I like the offensive line against anybody in the NFL right now. Um, Yeah, I got the Colts close division game. You know, these past couple of prediction shows, we've been having a tough, tough matchup with predictions. Uh, This is a divisional game. I got the Colts no more than six. All right, true. I got the Colts too, but I'm going to go with you on that. I still don't trust Mariota in them. I think anybody can beat the Patriots on a really good day. Yeah. Patriots have been skating by on just sheer luck from the, from the last couple seasons anyway. Uh, okay, so we got the Buccaneers coming off with a tough loss uh, heading to the Giants, who got a pretty decent victory uh, you know, over over a division rival, man. Who you got, man? Bucks heading to New York. It's going to be cold. Uh, yeah, it's going to be cold. Definitely going to in the Giants' favor. Last week, the Bucks put up 501 total yards of offense with three points. I think that happens again. They probably put up a little bit more, but Eli look, and them look like they finally got a system that's working. A little quick passes get out, get out of his hands quick so that offensive line can block more efficient. 
I got the Giants by 10. Eli Manning, first ballot Hall of Famer, yay or nay? Second ballot. Dang, cold-blooded. I got the Bucks in this one, man. I think the Giants had a really good time against a division rival, but I don't think they can win outside of their own division. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Uh, I think Fitzpatrick will do it. I think the only reason they've been resting uh, 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 Jameis is because of the fact that they plan on firing everybody in that front office next season, and they don't want to risk having Jameis injured because if he's injured, that's $20 million sitting on their bench, and they want to get him evaluated before they can trade him. So uh, I still got Fitzmagic taking it to the Giants. Uh, next, we got the Steelers and the Jets. Well, this game was moved. It was originally the Sunday night game. And then it got moved to Sunday afternoon for obvious reasons. Obvious. Um, there's been uh, they split the they split the series last year with Ben throwing five picks and then turning around and beating them in the AFC uh, in the AFC uh, um, divisional conference. Uh, no, actually the Jaguars swept them last year. Oh, you're right. I apologize. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I looked at the highlight. I forgot completely. I got so wrapped up as late on Bell catching that touchdown. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I uh, still swapped them. How you feeling this season? Uh, hey. You saw what the uh, Steelers did to my Panthers. So unless somebody comes and stop them, I feel like they're dropping forty plus again. I hope they drop sixty, so everybody forgets that they dropped fifty-two on us. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, um, I'm gonna take the Steelers as well because the suckers better take the Jaguars anytime before the playoffs, which I don't think they'll make this season. No. Um, then we got the Panthers ugh, uh, heading over to Detroit to face the Lions and in the Ford Dome. What? How you feeling? <laughs> You know how I'm feeling. It's revenge. I I apologize to Matthew Stafford in advance for this ass whooping we about to lay in Detroit. Are you sure, man? You know uh, Detroit's been doing some kind of work, man. They've been they've been making some moves. Obviously, you know they they've been winning games they might have not been winning. And they got their ass kicked last week by the Bears. Right. But everybody's getting their ass kicked by the Bears. And we're pretty much built like the Bears. So All right. I'm gonna take Carolina as well. Then even though I'm not happy about it, uh, we got Dax heading to uh, to Atlanta. To face a, a surprisingly uh, not quite rejuvenated Falcons team uh, who just got mauled out by the Browns. Uh, I would definitely. I'm going to take Dak. Uh, if I was smart, I mean, I'm sorry. If Dak was smart and Cowboys were smart, to feed Zeke. He had 180 yards purpose, total purpose yards last game. Mari Cooper pretty much tore uh, Ronald Darby's ACL on a route. They look like they finally, just like the Giants, they look like they finally won a call one type of offense and stick with it if it's effective. I got Dallas beating the reeling, reeling. The, I'm pretty sure the wheels have fallen off of Atlanta. Yeah, they're done. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take uh, the Cowboys as well. Just because the Falcons don't seem to know what's going on right now, they're going to fire their offensive coordinator at the end of the season. Um, you know, and let's see how it goes about the head coach situation. But I think he might be safe for another season. Mm. Um, next, we got the Bengals come off a reeling loss uh, against New Orleans um, to take on the Ravens. Um, the Ravens, man, I feel like they could be better than they're being, but it's just not working out for them. Uh, you know, uh, how are you feeling? Um, I mean, Joe Flacco might be. It's going to be hurt this game, but uh, I heard they're going. I heard they may start. Uh, they might start. Uh, that's right, uh, Lamar Jackson. I, I, that'll be uh, if I was. This would be the chance to see what kind of investment you made. They've had a whole bye week to get them prepared. Exactly. This you, you traded up back in the into the draft into the first round to get Lamar. So I mean, I think this would be a perfect time to uh, to see what you got. I mean, I got Lamar. Um, like I said, I feel like they they call they call a nice game for him. Quick short passes. He's had a, a rapport with. Uh, Hayden Hurst, their, their rookie tight end as well. So I, I got Baltimore, Baltimore late. 
I'm so mad that New Orleans didn't pick up Hayden Hurst. Um, I'm taking Baltimore. I think that Lamar Jackson is the jolt that the Ravens need uh, to get them out of that, you know, back into that vanilla offense that they got back into after they had gotten out of it at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, all right, next we got the Texans heading to Washington. Once again, another cold game. Uh, how uh, you Texans won, what, six straight? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're going to win seven straight. But mind yeah. you, they have the exact same record as the Redskins right now. That's fine. The Redskins can drop probably the next two games based on their divisional play. I think they're still going to win the division, and they'll represent the NFC East in the playoffs. But do you think the Texans need to win this game? Yeah, the Texans. Facing against the Titans and the Jaguars and the Colts? The Texans need to win this game because they technically have to keep pace in the AFC. The AFC has more... Uh, firepower offensive wise like team teams are pretty much going to lock up the a- AFC teams are going to lock up playoff positioning a lot faster than NFC NFC teams are I only will argue with you because it makes a lot of sense even though I believe that the NFC is the better conference overall yeah. there is a huge drop off after you top the first three teams once you get past the Saints and the Rams and the Bears there's kind of a drop off to you to start hitting you know, your middle of the road Seahawks and Panthers yeah. so it definitely makes sense uh, let's see. And then we go into uh, the Crap Bowl, which is the Raiders at Arizona. Oh. Not even going to give a backstory on this one. How you feeling? Um, what time is it? 6.08. Uh, yeah, I guess there's some random things. So I'm just going to go ahead and say random stuff. Uh, I got the Raiders. That's a bold prediction, man. I'm taking the Cardinals just because I know the Raiders are tanking. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we got the Broncos heading to the Chargers in a battle for the AFC West. Uh, Chargers win it big. Wow. Not even, a, not even a tough game? Not even a close game at all? No. Okay, fair big. Fair 14 plus. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we got uh, my favorite game of the week. We got the Eagles heading to New Orleans and a big easy to face the Saints. Mm. Uh, Saints obviously been doing what they do and the Eagles have been kind of up and down. Uh, the Eagles definitely need every win they can give. They hope to even consider being in playoff contention. Yeah. Uh... New Orleans dropped, what, 51 last week on yep. uh, Cincy? That's correct. They're going to drop another 50-burger on uh, on Philly. Oof, man. I can't argue with that. We know we're going Saints all the way. Who that, who that, who that said they're going to beat them Saints. Uh, let's get the Vikings at the Bears in Chicago. Another cold game, but it's two cold-weather teams, but one's from a dome. How you feeling? Um, I was reading up on the Vikings. They're taking off all restrictions on uh, Dalvin Cook, so he can play a factor in this game. Uh Khalil Mack played injured last week, and you saw what he did. Uh, right now, man, so somebody shows me different, I'm taking that uh, that scoring defense that resides in Chicago right now. But it's definitely going to be late. I think Kirk Cousins serves him up one nice. And uh, Chicago continues to keep a, a grip hold on that uh, division. Jordan Howard, yeah or nay? Tariq Cohen. Oh, damn. All right. And, all right, and we'll be right back. We got some fun coming up for you guys. Uh, it's going to get real sexy here in a moment. Right. Hey, Mike, if we could stop the sports arguments for just one moment. I remember you saying you was in the market for a new house. Definitely, man. I'm trying to settle down, put my roots in Orlando. Uh, yeah, but nobody's really helping me, bro. Hey, man, I got somebody who will help you out. Giovanni Figueroa from Lake Mary Realty, LLC. They handle residential real estate. Uh, you know, so, I mean, you can get a hold of them. Uh, what's his contact information, man? He sounds like a good guy. Hey, man, the number for you is 407-994-9106. Or you can hit him online at LakeMaryRealtyLLC.com. 
your best interest is their priority. All right, man. Sounds like a good guy. I'm definitely looking into it. Hey, let me know how it goes. Hey, and we're back with the meat of the situation. Now, right now, we're going to throw a lot of numbers at you uh, because this is the bet that matters the most to this show right now um, is the Rams uh, and the Chiefs playing in L.A. on Monday night. Um, now, besides the touchdowns and the, and the running yards and everything else, there's only really one number that matters, and that number is two. For the two-piece bikini that Mike's going to have to wear when he loses his bet. Ugh. If the Rams win... I personally, Murph, will wash Mike's car in a two-piece bikini on our Facebook Live page. On our Facebook, uh, on our Facebook Live page. Uh, if once again Mike loses his bet, the Chiefs win. He has to wash my car in a two-piece, and I want to see them cheeks. Uh, I'm sorry for advance for anybody that has to see that either way. There's no real, real winner in this game. I'll definitely have to be drunk. Either way. I'm willing to go down in a naked blaze of glory to see you lose and suffer in front of the millions and millions of people on Facebook. Ugh. Now, let's give it out to me a situation. All jokes aside, uh, these are two incredibly skilled teams, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Both definitely. Uh, they can score at will. The concept is, is what is going to stop them from just having a final play? What is the difference between the two teams um, that'll do it? Um, explain to me, Mike, why you feel the Rams can win this game. Uh, they have the best young coach in the NFL. They have the best running back in the NFL. No offense to uh, other guys that are definitely putting the work. Uh, even though, even with the loss of Cooper Cup, they I mean that's it's a little tough coming down the stretch. But they, uh, they have Josh Reynolds stepping in. I just the Rams they look like they have a lot more swagger. They they land the L.A. vibe, uh, rub off on them. No offense to uh, Kansas City, you know they heck of a year. Um, I know all the Chiefs fans are definitely excited for Mahomes in the future. But I just think this game, I think uh, you see what happened when uh, Chiefs played the last game. They got in the shootout, but Mahomes did make a mistake. Uh, so I mean, so did the Rams. They they were getting blown out. They did come back against the Saints, but the Saints are on a different level. I hate to say the Saints right now are the best fo- team in football. You damn right. But uh, this is kind of like a one A, one B, one C type thing. Obviously, the Saints are one A. Uh, now we're just trying to figure out who's one B and one C. All right. So um, I'm going to say right now, the Chiefs are going to win because they have Patrick Mahomes. The best quarterback, young quarterback outside of Drew Brees in football today. Okay. Um, that building off an amazing offense they already had with Kareem Hunt uh, doing just damage uh, anytime the ball is anywhere near his hands. And you got Tyree Hill, Mr. Yards per catch, yards after catch, yards, yards, yards. That's why that's why the man that owns so much properties because none but yards. That's all that matters, right? Yaks, yaks, yaks. Um, the 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 stats of these guys is virtually similar. Uh, both having similar completions, 227 for golf, 231 for Patrick Mahomes. Um, QBRs are virtually identical. Um, you know, their yards total being between uh, uh, 3,131 for uh, golf, uh, 3,150 for, for Patrick Mahomes. They're virtually identical to each other, except for when it comes to touchdowns. Now, Patrick Mahomes having 31 total pack touchdowns to golf 22. Yeah. Now, don't get twisted. There have been situations where golf has had to score a little bit more than the Rams have. The Rams might have a slight edge on defense. Not a much edge, but a slight edge on defense when it comes to the situation. Very slight. But Patrick Mahomes is known to be able to win shootouts when it hasn't come down to it. Um, he's only been sacked 17 times to golf's 19. He has one more interception than golf, 6-7. to seven. I'm okay with that. He's only going to get better as he goes through. And this game is going to show why the Chiefs right now 
are the one B team in the NFL. I mean, hey, you know, you make, make all good comparisons. I mean, even though we're betting on this game, it's kind of you know build its own little uh, following on our on our Instagram page. A lot of people has been hitting them both up about it. Uh, the passers will definitely be on the spotlight this game, but definitely you have two of the bright young running backs in the NFL. You got Gurley and Mr. Kareem Hunt, who I think is the second coming of Marshawn Lynch, just a little bit more athletic. You got Gurley coming in with 198 carries, 988 yards, five yards per carry, 13 rushing touchdowns, and four receiving. That puts him in 17 total. We're not even going to count the receiving yards. You got Hunt coming in at 167 carries, 754 yards, a respectable 4.5 yards a carry, seven rushing touchdowns, and an additional six receiving touchdowns. So both of these guys are not just one-dimensional backs. They're definitely, you can put on any highlight from week one and week 10. You're going to see both of these guys catching, rushing, blocking. I mean, it's it's definitely lived up to the hype, even though it would have been a very cool to see them in Mexico. Obviously, if you guys are following the game, like me and Merv have and have to, uh, the game got moved from Mexico City to L.A., but I don't think that's going to change one bit. I think it would have probably been better if it was a primetime game in either Arrowhead or the, or the Rams or in L.A., but, hey, we only can wish. It's definitely going to come down to – uh, we're not going to mention too much of the defense. You know, if, you play, if you're a fan of the game like we are, I would say the the edge goes to the Rams a little bit. But at the same time, who the first defense to make two stops in this game and to get at least seven points or more out of those stops wins this game. Uh, now, I have one question to ask you then. So because these teams are so much alike, do you believe, hypothetically, in a different universe, right? You mm-hmm. open a parallel universe and Patrick Mahomes and Kareem Hunt come out the tunnel – uh, at the L.A. Coliseum wearing uh, the navy blue and gold, would anything about that team change? No. The exact same record and everything. So I, I would say the exact same record, honestly. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe the defense will react better. I mean, I don't know. I think it would be – they'll still be putting up uh, record pace. Uh, I think Sean McVay is a little bit more creative with the play calling than Andy Reid, but – Andy Reid is no slouch in his in to in his name. Uh, it, it'll be the same, man. Honestly. All right. Uh, last question, man. Um, all jokes aside, what color do you want to wear? Uh, hmm. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna go blue. Yeah. <laughs> so just know you have to look up the page, man, at Mike and Murr Podcasts on Facebook uh, to see how this turns out. Um, it's going to be sexy. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be hard-finding, one of the two. But you have to get on the Facebook page to see it. Um, you know, we're happy to launch it right now. We'll have more exclusive content on the Facebook page as well as the Instagram page. Um, keep an eye out for all that. Mike, anything you want to say? No, like I said, finally, you know, after weeks of talking, we finally uh, released the Facebook page. It's definitely going to flood it with a bunch of content. We appreciate you guys. Just take out a few seconds of your time and just like it. Again, um, on the Instagram page, we're still – trying to reach 100 followers, 100 followers gets exclusive, Mike and Merv, uh, t-shirt. apparel, t-shirt, whatever you want to call it, and uh, we'll do something nice for the 100th like on the Facebook page, do a little something more uh, fan-friendly on that, so again, I appreciate it, uh, whatever money you make off the the picks and predictions, Send a little bit my way. Murph is rich. I need a little bit more than him. <laughs> uh, last question, too. I got to ask this. Um, in this game, who is your fantasy player to watch? Oh, my God. Uh, well, I have Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, 
I'm in seven different leagues, just for the listeners. I have I have golf in one league. I have Mahomes in one league. I have Gurley in two leagues, but I don't have Hunt. So I would say all of them. I mean, I really... You it, can't go wrong with any, it, any player in this game? You can't go wrong with anybody in this game. Uh, both teams are... I w- I'm hoping for both teams pushing over 40 points this game. Eric, thank you guys for listening so much. Don't forget the Facebook page once again. Sorry to beep it up too much. Uh, and, you know, see you guys on Facebook, man. Let's go, E. One play at a time. That's what we do. Let's take advantage of this moment. We might not have yesterday. We might not get tomorrow, but we got today. So let's take advantage of this moment, bro. All day.